What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Rob, back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I have a very special guest with me, another fellow Claflinite. Um, we have some <laughs> we have some great memories together, great times. I ain't gonna put on Front Street about stuff she used to do when she was young. But she's young, she's fly, she's gorgeous, she's successful great reputation good head on her shoulders and very knowledgeable and she definitely um helped me out not too long ago when i was trying to make some life decisions and i appreciate that and without further ado miss anita mitchell but if you really know her everybody call her anita what up hey y'all how y'all doing they all right they all right thank y'all for continuing to support the show by the way i appreciate it so we're gonna get right into this Nita, let's talk about travel is the new black. What okay. ins- what inspired you to start your uh to start a travel blog? Okay, well, um traveling is something I really enjoy and for some odd reason there's a misconception of blacks don't do that. Blacks don't go there. Why are you going there? And then I think maybe like in the past year and a half, there's been like an influx of African-Americans traveling, not just domestic, but abroad. Why did I start the travel blog? I wanted to share my travels, my tips, and how I feel about certain things when it comes to travel. Okay. Well, I'm glad you did that um, because, you know, people will listen to a black woman before they listen to a black man. Now... You are in a DMV area. You left the low country. You left all this yeah. good seafood, all this sweet tea, and all the hospitality to, <laughs> to head up to the DMV. Why did you go to the DMV after school? So, uh, okay, a little backstory. So I went to Claflin fall of 2006, and my mother and my stepdad relocated to the DMV around that same time frame, but... I like Claflin being a small campus, and I thought about it, well, you know, I can maybe transfer it to Howard, or I can maybe transfer maybe to Hampton, and I was like, well, those are very big schools, and I didn't want to lose any credits by transferring, so after I graduated Claflin, I just moved up with my mom, and then I, you know, applied for jobs, applied for jobs, applied for jobs, and then I got um, hired the that October of 2010, and I've been here ever since. Okay, so family and work, typical. Family and work, yeah. Um, great decision. Um, I ain't mad at you at all. You know, as we we talked not too long ago about you know me relocating and making some life changes. So for sure. Now, <clears throat> us common folk who ain't got it like that, we got to live vicariously through people like you who be living their best life. So, let's talk about some of these trips. Where have you been? Tell the people some of the places that you've been to. All right. Uh, Jamaica recently for my 30th. Yeah, putting it out there. I'm 30, y'all. I'm 30. Welcome to the Dirty 30 Club. (laughs) Thank you. I went to to Jamaica recently. I've been to Cozumel, uh, San Bernardino, California. I went to Park, Colorado. I've been to Arizona, I've been to New York, of course, uh, London, England, uh, Paris, France, uh, 
two weeks I go to Chicago and in October I go to Italy. So. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me be a little nosy. Are you making these trips alone? Or are you going with people? Okay. Um, no problem sharing that. Um, so Chicago, um, it's for my boyfriend, my boyfriend, hey. uh, his birthday is on, yes, uh, his birthday is on 21st of September and we've never been to Chicago. So we chose Chicago for Italy. I'm going with a very, very, very dear friend of mine. Uh, her name is Shane. Uh, me and Shane go back to freshman year of high school. Wow. Um, she, she was, she's from the military, so she's traveled the world, um, as well. And we both haven't been to Italy. So we was just like, why not do it? In addition, Delta has some real good flights. I think we got our flights for like less than $500 round trip. Wow. Does Delta give Delta's discount? I, I wish they did. <laughs> Lord have mercy, I wish they did. I used to Jeez. think y'all own that airline. Don't tell nobody. Goodness gracious. I wish they did. What's your, um? so of all the places you've been, which one's been your favorite? Or what was your favorite experience? Oh man. Or top three. Top three. Top three. So I would have to say domestic. It had to be Winter Park, Colorado. Um, we went into the mountains. So we flew into Denver and then we drove like an hour and a half up into the mountains of Colorado. Okay. You have not seen the mountains until you've seen it from a snowmobile. Yes, we snowmobiled. But listen, you should, you should, black people should take advantage of these great things that are here right in the U.S. Like you don't always have to go to Jamaica. You don't, you don't have to go abroad all the time to have this, have this experience. Um, what else? Uh, I would have to say the Grand Canyon. Pictures don't do that place justice, but do your research because if I'm not mistaken, there are different parts of the Grand Canyon. Okay. And some are owned, is it owned and operated or just operated by Indians? Oh, wow. And you cannot go up to certain parts of the Grand Canyon or you have to pay different prices. I think there's like a North Rim and a South Rim or something like that, but man, oh man. Pictures don't do that place justice. Now, abroad, I have to say my favorite experience was the catacombs of Paris. Are you familiar with the catacombs? You talking about the comb that I use to comb my hair? I'm, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm messing so, with you. I yeah. know what a catacomb oh, yeah. is, but tell the people who oh, might yeah. not know, including me. <laughs> the, the catacombs... Okay, so... I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Paris had some type of, uh, they had some type of issue with uh, where they were going to put a lot of the bodies oh, no. in Paris. I was going to say London or Paris. Yeah, in Paris. So what they did was they made like underground crypts and they're like bones and skulls everywhere. And there's miles and miles and miles of them. Um, there, it's, it's been said that uh, royalty would have these like um, invitation-owned parties in the catacombs. That's like, disgusting. The, I, I know. And, you know, two, three hundred years ago, I don't know what that would have looked like, but I thought it was pretty dope. That is interesting and disgusting. But 
um, you're a better person for it because you you grow so much as a person when you leave the United States. I mean, when you leave your state and you go to the West Coast or the Midwest, you know what I'm saying, or further up north, you learn so right. much and yeah. you hear the different dialects, you try the different food. What's some of the stuff you've eaten that people need to try when they go to some of these places? And I need to talk to you about Jamaica. I'm going to Jamaica in November. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. In Colorado, I highly recommend trying like the bison, try the different type of meats that you may not have wanted to try elsewhere or may not have been available to you um, elsewhere. Let's see, in Paris, the pastries. I think Paris and London, very, very, very good pastries. I mean, they may be a little pricey because the U.S. dollar weighs less than the euro, uh -huh. but if you can do it, just try a pastry. I promise you, it's like the freshest thing ever. It's, it's really good. Uh, what about Italy? Italy, well, this is my first time going, so I'm going to be doing the cliche type thing, like trying gelato okay. and pizza. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, you know, I've always wondered if the food we have here that they call Italian food is the same over there. Because, you know, like, when sometimes when you go to different countries, it's not what they give us. Well, I think it's the same thing in the U.S. Like, for example, me being from the Deep South, I have a certain taste for rice. I have a certain taste for collard greens, you know, like the Southern comfort yeah. food in addition to seafood and sweet tea. Then when I come up north, even even though Maryland is below the Mason-Dixon line, the line that separates the north and the south, mm -hmm. sweet tea is hard to come by. Yeah. When you go to restaurants, you're like, oh, I have a sweet tea. They go, oh, we don't have that. And I'm like, well, what you mean you don't have sweet tea? Oh, you... You have to sweeten it yourself. Yep. And I'm like, so I'm sitting there tearing the packets off and doing all this stuff. <laughs> it takes like 10 packets of sugar yes. to sweeten my tea. Or trying a soul food restaurant. So I like my fish prepared a certain way. I like my rice a certain way. Mm. I like my gravy a certain way. When I go to certain places with a Southern or Carolina or Georgian name, I'm very skeptical. Yep. And I... I'm pretty sure um, people that come to the U.S., maybe from Italy or Greece, if they try these restaurants with Italian this or Rome that, they may be like, this isn't what we serve back home. Right. So I, I, I think it's a two-way street. True. I, I definitely agree. Now, before we move on to the next topic, um, what advice do you have for new travelers, whether they're a couple or a single person? What advice do you have for them? Uh, or recommendation? Three recommendations. So I wrote an article for this gentleman. It's called um, Everybody Can't Go. So it's not on my blog, but it's on his blog. I think it's, uh, his blog is called uh, Black and Well Traveled. So in that blog post that I, I made for him, and it got his page like over 22,000 hits, like it, I guess I stepped on some people's toes, but the gist of the blog was saying that it's okay to leave people if they're not prepared to travel. 100%. For example, you save all this money, 
you spread the word, you give your friends all this information. And then when it's kind of like time to put up the money or it's almost time to go, you shouldn't have to chase people for an answer or saying, hey, are you going or not? Or you guys go on the trip and you can't really enjoy it because the person that you brought with you wasn't prepared. Mm -hmm. They weren't prepared for the high prices or they weren't prepared for maybe the way the country operates. So my first advice would be, it's okay to leave people. They can join you on the next trip. It's okay. All right? It's okay. I agree. It's totally okay. Now, my second advice would be to save, 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 save. In addition, if you're really good with your money, consider a really good travel credit card. Um, I say this because there are so many hidden perks in these credit cards. Like if you're going to go somewhere and rent a car, you may have built in car insurance on that car. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, you may have a uh, travel insurance on that card. Let's say, you know, coming from Charleston where we get a lot of storms and things of that nature. Let's say your flight or something gets canceled. Um, some cars give up to like maybe a thousand dollars in a uh, trip something something or trip trip interruption insurance. Oh wow! So, so that and third, do your research. You can't go to certain countries acting all kind of way. <laughs> I don't care where you're from or your race. You have to be very mindful. I read somewhere. I can't remember if it was Mexico or Jamaica. Mm -hmm. They said they don't want you to wear camouflage hmm. because it's, I, I think it's some type of symbol of maybe you might want to cause trouble, something crazy like that. But you really, really want to do research when you're going to these places or maybe even domestic. Um, the way they may do things out West may not be the way they do things over here right. in addition when southerners come up north they don't know there's not sweet tea flowing in abundance definitely not <laughs> okay or the hospitality people always wonder why people from the north relocate to the south for retirement it's because it's slow they do their research and there's you know southern hospitality here no one retires in the north why? Because it's no hospitality <laughs> and everything costs more. So just do your research. Those are my top three recommendations. Shout out to the North. We love y'all. All right. There's okay. your recommendations. Y'all save your money. Go travel. And um, I like your, uh, really like your first bit of advice. Um, <laughs> sometimes you got to leave people. I, I live my life like that. Like, look, if you ain't prepared, you peace out. You do. All right. So. <laughs> we actually had an episode about this a while back. Okay. And it's it's very interesting. So Nita says that she heard on the radio um men say that approaching women wait, hold on, I'm sorry. Oh, men preferred online dating than the old fashioned walk up to a girl and be like, Hey, many of the men say that approaching a woman is so much more easier online versus in person for rejection purposes. However, mm -hmm. of course, there is a flip side because of a possible catfishing. But the catch-22 was anyone can lie and mislead people. So 
<laughs> it's been a while since we touched on this, but I'm like, uh, I'm like 50, 50. So I'm like 50, 50 on this. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think, have I dated? No, everyone I dated was from school. I need to break. Okay. Out. Maybe cause you're more comfortable because you maybe knew them or maybe knew of them. Yeah. Now, on, now online dating. So when people say online dating, like me, if I'm going to highlight a chick online, I'm going to do it. Ba- I'm not using a dating app. I'm going to, it's going to have to be Facebook or I'll probably, I'll probably start the conversation if I catch you out in the street or something and then catch you on social media or DM you on Instagram or something like that, because right. that's authentic. Like I don't, right. I, I don't understand in this day and age where you have FaceTime, Skype, um, you not FaceTime, but whatever. If you have a Galaxy phone, they have video chats. People can send pictures. Like, how you don't know that's not them? Like, come on. True indeed. True, 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 true indeed. Then on the flip side, yeah, you can see them on Facebook, but then getting to know them, it's like, yeah, you're really not what you portray yourself to be. Yep. Like they were saying, um, like Instagram models how they're really like wearing their best friend's clothes. So it's like, okay, yeah, I see you, but you're not who you portray yourself to be. Yeah, so I'm I'm big on dates. Like I gotta, I'm getting older. Dang, you made me feel old. You just turned 30. You make me feel real old. Um, mm. I'll be 34 in December. <gasps> mm. But <laughs> don't mm. do that. Um, mm. <laughs> but uh, you made me lose my train of thought. Wait, what did you what did you just say? I said, mm, you no, said don't do that. Your comment, not <laughs> Oh, what I said was like if you take the Instagram model, oh yeah, yeah, I got you. You're portraying to be someone else. Yes. That's why I think dates are important. So, spending time with someone and getting to know them, holding a conversation, I think that's the biggest thing cuz I mean, the online stuff, you can only take it so far and then like before the date, right? Yeah. Before you guys actually meet. Yeah, so like the online stuff would be like, hey, I think you're cute. Like, what are you into? Hey, you want to catch a movie? Like, I get straight to it. Like, we might exchange four, five, maybe six messages before I'm like, yo, when we going out? Like, let me take you out. Like, I'm that, I'm mm-hmm. that dude. Like, I'm old fashioned like that. I pay for the first right. date and all that. Good now, stuff. what about what about the rejection side? Like, for example, I think that the example I want to use is what I heard on the radio show that day. I think it was the the Michael Bazin show. Or Frank Ski show, one of those shows. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how with online dating, you can just send a message and be like, hey, um, you know, you're really easy on the eyes. How was your day? Mm-hmm. And then you had the flip side of maybe approaching um, a woman in the club or out in public or something like that. So I remember in college. Uh oh. Who was I remember- it? I'm not saying. <laughs> I want to know. Not saying. So I remember in college, um, you know, me and a group of friends, you know, we out there, we're having fun. And it wasn't my group of friends. I was kind of being nosy at the other side of girls on the other side of the club. And I saw this guy approach a young lady. Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't know what was said because the music was loud. Just, we're, we're in the club. And I can kind of maybe put together what happened. So it, from what I could see, it went like this. He said something to her, and she's all... 
they can't see you. But if you're <laughs> right, okay. Uh, no, they're, they're okay. So from what I can see, it could have went like, oh my god, did you really step to me? Like, no, like no, I'm not even that type of girl. And I can kind of tell by the way he walked off. He was like, well, damn, good grief. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> And so I, I understand, you know, being. I'm serious. You know? Wait, I ain't heard I, good grief since like 1995. Go ahead. I'm serious. Okay. So I can see how a guy wouldn't want to keep going through that, especially if the women that they're approaching are immature or they're trying to do something for attention. Now, but then there's another side to it trying to approach a female and you know you're really sweet like hi my name is such and such um would you mind, you know want to want to chat a little bit versus hey hey boy listen boy you say it to boy there's a big difference okay so you you're you're a thousand percent correct um the dynamic has changed a bit too because y'all yes. are hollering at us this is true. This, like, so this how, is true. how did you meet your man? Ah, social media is crazy. Okay. So um, my very good friend, Ann Soror, um, we went to high school together. And she's my travel buddy. She's the one I went to Winter Park, Colorado with. Mm -hmm. So apparently, I guess one of, my, uh, one of our Facebook memories came up because he actually lived here. And he reached out to her like, hey, um, who is this? There this you go. See, you know, that lives here in Baltimore, and she's easy on the eyes, and she's like, she goes, and my best Charleston boy, she goes, what? What do you want to know about her for? I don't even much play about her. What you want to know about her for? So he's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Let me, you know, let me shoot my shot. So she let me know. She's like, hey, Nita, I have a really uh, good guy friend that lives in your area. You know, he's responsible. I know you ain't for the bullshit. And he ain't for the bullshit. So, you know, if he slides in your DM, see what happens. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And he was in my DMs, very, very respectful. Mm -hmm. You know, greeted me very respectfully. And we chatted for a little bit. And um, I guess he liked the conversation. And we're still together today. And uh, a month would be, next month would be a year since we, since our first date. Wow. Why do women always remember that? I, I think I think it's because at a certain point in your life you do have expectations mm -hmm. but you don't want to really be dead set on those expectations so when things go as planned it's kind of memorable wow yo there is nothing like the best friend or close friend endorsement to get with somebody when that friend gives you the endorsement <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. I, I don't think some of y'all understand how powerful that is when you get the endorsement. It's like, it's yeah. nothing stops that. You're guaranteed yeah. you in there unless you just mess it up. I agree. I, I, I totally agree. And with, you know, approaching um, women these days, it's like a guy, like you. What do you, you say? What do you, what are we supposed to, like, what do we do? What do we say? Like, you're, you're, well, you haven't, I mean, you're in a relationship, so. But I'm pretty sure some dudes have probably tried to approach you. Yeah, they, they have. I've had, you know, some of the, you know, really, you know, respectful. And for some reason, I've always attracted older men. I guess it's the way that I that I carry myself. Um, 
so the, a lot of the older men that have approached me like, hi, my name is so-and-so. Um, I was wondering if I could maybe have your number. You know, it's kind of, you know, so, so, something like that. Um, I, I have had some of the younger guys uh, try to, <laughs> you know, shoot their shot. And I'm just like, I can tell by his delivery that he's just not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I usually respectfully, you know, tell him like, oh, you know, hey, I'm I'm not interested. So they usually come back with that, oh, so I can't be your friend? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, no, I have a lot of friends at this point. We don't need any more. Mm. And it could go so many different ways. It could be like, boy, bye. Bye, yeah. Peter. It, but I'm, I'm, I'm not that... I'm, I'm not that type of person. You, you're not I mean, feelings. it's all about your delivery and how you handle the situation. So. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it's funny, man. This dating is just so different now. It's it's digital, man. It's very digital. Like, yeah. it's and yeah. it's a, it's creepy too because you can see you can see someone out in public a couple of times. And you can find them on social media just by where they hang out at. And it's, yeah. you get a first name and that's it. Yeah. And then you slide. And it's like, dang, you just saw this person. Why you ain't talk to him? But, right. I mean, it can be intimidating, especially when y'all in the group. Mm-mm. And that's another thing. I, we, and I, I had this, this talk in the barbershop a while back was when I had my shortcut. And they were like, after a while, we we... I don't want to say they're tired of chasing us, but it's like, what do you guys want us to do? What do you guys want us to say? And that was a real good question. Yeah. Some women are like, oh, no, don't come to me via online dating. I wouldn't want to date online. I want you to step to me like a man. But then when they do, and then you shoot them down so horribly, it's kind of like, well, damn, what's my breath stink? Like, was something like that? Cause you get no like that's the thing when you holler at a chick in person if she turns you down, you'll never you'll never know why. Online is right. easier because I don't right. know you. I'm not in front of you. You know what I'm saying I can send you a message either you respond or you don't, and then I'm right. on to the next one. But in person it's like right. we in the store or something or in the mall, and I try to holler at you. Then it's like Ugh. I'm like I'm feeling this embarrassment. Like I'm sitting in the moment because you're right there. It's right. so much worse. I've never been through that. Um, Cause I don't how right. it's it's weird. The way I meet women is just I don't know. I don't I don't like that though. But I think it, I still think that is probably the best way though. In person, I'm right here. You see that I'm mm-hmm. real. You know right. what I'm saying? And right. I know that I'm attracted to you because I can see you for real, for real. Right. So Agreed. I don't know, man. But it I, it can definitely be intimidating. Agreed. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, so do you have, so you a year strong. That is good. And I think at our age now, I'm trying to drag you into the 30s. Um, at, our, <laughs> at our age now, I think a year means much more than it did when we were younger, like in our 20s. Yes, this is just yes, it my, does. my old brain talking because you've matured. Yeah. You've been through some stuff. So now you can kind of look at a person through a different lens versus, oh, we dating, we have fun, time's flying versus, okay. Like you got your stuff yeah. together for real. Like I must have thought, oh, we can do this together. Oh, you want okay? Yeah. So, what um what advice do you have for the for women, late twenties, early thirties about serious mm-hmm. dating? Because you're definitely in a serious relationship. Because y'all taking trips. So yeah. 
So yeah. get <laughs> I am too. We'll talk about that off camera. Ah! <laughs> what, what advice do you have? No, wait, before you before you answer no, answer that. Okay. I got another question. I got another question, but answer that. Okay. So in all seriousness, you have to be ready. You have to be ready, especially deep down within, like you have to know yourself, what you will accept, what you won't accept, what you've accepted in the past and why, why you accepted it, and what you won't accept or what you didn't accept in the past and why you didn't accept it, because that will help you filter out going forward. If, if you're going to accept the bare minimum, then you probably won't be able to handle a guy that's going to give you way more than that. It's probably going to be too much for you. Oh my you, God. You have to. That's me. You have to be ready. Uh-huh. You, you really have to be ready. Two, um, you have to be honest. You got to be honest. Things that <laughs> Your you don't like. Yeah. You 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 have you have to speak up, but and you also have to compromise. It's not about you anymore. It's about you guys. He's a lucky man. Say say it um, one more again. You. It's not all about you anymore. It's about you guys. You got you guys are now. I mean, you're not married or anything, but you have to remember that your actions also will reflect on him or her as well. Let me tell y'all um, something too. Um, I might have said this before. But, and ladies, this is a tip from a man. Guys, I got to spill it a little bit. I seek counsel when I'm in a relationship, if I'm having an issue or I got questions. I seek counsel from people who are in successful relationships. I typically talk to married people because a lot of my friends are married with families yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And one of the questions that I've asked in the past is like, yo, this, this, this is going on. Like, when you had issues with your woman or whatever or you you wanted her to grow or change did you see a difference after y'all got married and <laughs> a lot of honestly a lot of my friends were like they didn't there was very little change because it's like that's a lot of women's objective like they want to be married granted they not just to be married but they want to be married so like you already married me now so there's no incentive to yeah, change or really but yeah. i feel like I feel the opposite though. I feel like if I propose and you say yes and I and we take those vows and your dad gives you to me to take care of you for the rest of, you know, my life and our time together, right. like right. I'm going to step it up another level because if I don't, what was the difference between us dating and us getting married other than the ceremony and the vows? That's very true. I I I I would hope and pray that when, you know, a man and woman, a man and man, woman and woman, whatever, whatever, when they do take those vows that they continue to outdo each other in love. Yeah. A lot of times they, like, when, when you're dating, you want to kind of show that person how much it means to them and, and, and vice versa and how, how much that person means to you. So, you know, you, you do little things here and there, but you got to keep doing them. Yeah. You can't just stop. You know, if you were already sending your your significant other or the person that you were dating flowers or candy here and there, you might 
kind of want to do that maybe not as frequent but do it every 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 once in a while especially if you know that's what they like um if you're a significant other likes a certain type of beer when they come over make sure you have that stock just just like little little things like you don't have to go extremely above and beyond you can just do the little things and i think what happens is once people get married Uh the things that they were out doing each other and doing it stops and they're kind of like what happened (laughs) yeah and like you know you're dedicating your lives to each other so it's like i'm my mentality is i want to do everything and anything possible to make sure that you feel like every day you made the right decision because right. when regrets start creeping in and all that other crap starts creeping in, you start running the issues. And I and I do believe that a marriage is going to get stale probably at some point because it's like, mm-hmm. I've been with you 10, 15 years, especially if there's no kids or anything. So it's like, right. what's next? Because I, I haven't heard this in real life, but like on TV and stuff, they're talking about I had to fall in love again or learn to love you again or whatever because you, you continue to grow and you continue to change. But um, I think that's real important when it comes to marriage is just... Let's keep elevating. That that that's that's right. not that's not the end. Like that's a new beginning. So yeah. I'm getting sensitive. <clears throat> it's alright. Noobs cry too. It's alright. <laughs> Real noobs don't cry. Um <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I've had a great time. Wait, I had another question for you. God dang it. You I'm did. Gonna... You said you said you said you had one more. Uh... I said that people stop outdoing each other in love and you, you, you Oh, said... I know what I was gonna ask you. Um have you and your boyfriend had any conflict over this year? Big or no. small? None? Okay, good. Okay, good. No, How do you... it, again, with, with like communication, you have to say, I don't like when you say that, mm-hmm. or I don't, I don't like when you, when you do that. And again, it's all about your delivery. Okay. You can, you can just simply say, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling that. Like, I don't, mm-mm. if you start talking at your significant other, they'll be like, whoa, wait a minute now. Yeah. They might, you know, get get on the fence and they probably won't hear what you're saying because their feelings are hurt. Wow. You, know? you have really great... What was your major? <laughs> Marketing. Okay, so you, they're your communication skills. That's a mm-hmm. big part. That's like, to me, that's like 85% of the relationship. But we right. can communicate. We can get right. past a lot of BS. Right. right. Like, if you're upset, you don't tell me. Oh no! You right. don't. You didn't like me to leave my shoes right there. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You ain't say nothing. True, true. Oh, you give mm-hmm. me flashbacks. All right, <laughs> you give me flashbacks. You've actually helped me, and I hope you help some of my listeners, y'all. Make sure you check out Nita's blog. Travel is D. The letter D. Newblack.com. Go to her travel blog. She has articles on there. She has deals, deals, and steals. Hold on. Those, those are old. Those are probably yeah. Those are probably way old. All right, so you got to continue to check the site. 
All right, so she needs to update her website just like I need to update my recording skills because we definitely were on here for like 15 minutes before we got started. So we both got to do better. But thank you again for joining me. Thank you for your time and your kind words and your advice. And we will catch y'all next time. Don't forget, From My Experience Podcast, join the Facebook group. We are on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, a ton of different places. And we are on Instagram, FME underscore podcast. Make sure to check that out. Also, if you want to be a guest or you have a question or you just want to holler at us, from my experience, podcast at gmail.com. We will catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.